What's up, spiritual gangsters? This is your OGs, Treese. And Rain. Welcome to another episode of Tribe Vibes. Let's get into it. So, we're on our, what, fifth part yes, of part talking five. about gratitude? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, today, this episode is going to be centered around mindfulness and gratitude. Oh. We're going to see how those relate. Um, and the conversation is going to be centered around this article that I have called the Tao mindful living through gratitude. Um, you can find it on renewedfreedomcenter.com and it's by Jenny C. Yip. Um, November 1st, 2012 is when she published it. So the article starts off by saying life is both precious and painful at the same time. We rarely appreciate the beauty of our existence until we are faced with misfortune. Though suffering is painful, it does not have to be a meaningless, wasted causality. You can either be better or bitter. The choice is yours. Suffering can lead to gratitude if you surrender to it. Through mindful living, the origins of mindfulness has roots in Eastern thought. The Chinese term it Taoism, the Japanese term it Zen. Some have associated it with the practice of yoga, and others have associated it with religion of Buddhism. However, Tao, in its purest sense, is not religion or philosophy, nor is it psychology or any other type of science. Simply put, Tao is a way and view of life. Mindfulness is part of the way of life to reduce suffering. So... That was just the introduction. So in Taoism, it's close to Buddhism where it's basically mind over matter. Right? Right. In the mindfulness. Yeah. Well, I think it's just it's just more about like a, they both have like the mindful living in <laughs> mind. <laughs> if that makes so sense. My, well, let's remind a little bit. Mindfulness. What does that mean to you? I know they talked about it here, but for me, mindfulness is like, is being aware and present in the moment and choosing the like most positive uh, outcome, if, if that makes sense. It's like if I'm in a situation and there's like confusion or anger or whatever, Mindfulness would be me, like, stopping, taking account of, you know, where I am, who I am. It's a big part. Taking a breath and then, like, acting with a pre-thought. Does that make sense? I think mindfulness is just living in the now. Sure, if you say it all cute like that. Just being in the present moment. (laughs) But what, what I liked about the intro was the part where... She said, "Through though suffering is painful, it does not have to be a meaningly, meaninglessly wasted causality. You can either be better or bitter. The choice is yours." I like that. You can be better, and suffering. You can be better. You can be bitter. Like, and although suffering is painful, it's a causality. But does it have to be a, a meaningless one? Does it have to be a wasted one? Are you going to be better from it? Are you going to be better? Because I feel like when people go through stuff, you have that choice. You know, people be like, oh, bitter baby mamas right. or bitter bitches or, you know, 
all that petty shit. Like, you do have a choice. Are you going to be better from the situation and grow? Or are you going to be bitter? And most of the time when people decide bitter, they end up being in their own suffering. And they conflict their own they suffering. Like, own like suffering. it's like that. Yeah, they create their own suffering that's continuous. It's like something happened to you that was bad or that caused you suffering. But when that moment was over, you had a choice to learn from it and move on. When you decide to be bitter because of it and not be grateful for the situations you were in, instead of taking it in and being better, you're having this lingering suffering suffer, suffering that's going to be attached to the emotion of bitterness. And you're just going to drag that like it's, a bag lady. Yeah. You're it's, just going to drag I mean, it. That's what we talk about. Negativity creates negativity and positivity creates positivity. It's how you view the situation or choose to view the situation and react to it. Like, don't And just as she you. said, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. Suffering can lead to gratitude if you surrender to the suffering. Yes. Don't wake up and choose violence all the time. No, don't wake up and choose yes. violence. <laughs> um, and then she continues on to say, all things in the world come from being and being comes from non-being. As said Lao Tzu Zing, this is the essence of what we have come to know today as mindfulness, learning to let go and be without thought, without judgment, without mind. Use mindfulness to let go of suffering and reach gratitude by being in the present moment. Anxiety is future. Depression is past. We cannot change the past and we have no guarantees for the future. Mindful living in the now allows us to be present and experience the passing of time. Whatever emotion or thought you are experiencing, whether positive or negative, over time has to pass. The moment you read these words has just passed. Try to hold on to it. You cannot. This is what is meant by this too shall pass. Every moment is moving toward the next moment. Well, that better explains mindfulness than what I was rambling about by uh, <laughs> by being present in the moment. So this is saying, well, it's my interpretation. It's like basically gratefulness ties in because if you are present in the moment and you get to actually see what you do have, that's that taking stock and taking account of, um, for everything that's going on around you and who you are then that helps you to be grateful for what you do have or situations that you can learn from is that i like the the part where she says anxiety is the future and depression is the past because if we harp on what's going to happen in the future that's what creates anxiety and when we harp on the past and the things that we did and what we could have done better that causes depression but if we live in the moment that's right now it's like it's the it's the only fair middle ground (laughs) number one (laughs) you know and it brings us to the present moment because with emotions emotions are very fleeting i think that's the major thing i get out of this emotions are very fleeting and sometimes when you just don't give your emotions energy and you just kind of let it be and you just become mindful in the present. 
most of your emotions will pass. Yeah, they'll come back and they'll go and they'll come back because you're going to forever be evolving. But sometimes when you just sit and focus on the now, you you're, you can just let your emotions and your thoughts and your anxieties and your everything you were thinking about just kind of like just pass away. Just like how she was trying to say like the words that I'm reading, just like the words that you're hearing right now, you can't hold on to them. It's in an evolving cycle of time. You know, I do. Well, I have seen a lot of stuff having to do with mindfulness talk about emotions. And I understand what you're saying. Like, don't um, live by your emotions, which I completely agree with. But I have a feeling like being mindful is just giving it uh giving it attention in a way that it's like your emotions are showing you what's going on in that situation like how you should react if you're angry then there's some type of injustice you feel if you're sad then there's some type of grief that goes on you know what i mean like i don't think that we should completely ignore our emotions but like recognizing that they are fleeting and being mindful of that, yeah, mindfulness. Then uh I think we can agree that they're like yeah, signals for bigger yeah. issues. Not something we should harp on and hold on to and never let go, but something for discovery yeah, and then moving and on. That doesn't mean ignoring them completely because that definitely causes, you know, depression and anxiety if you're holding on to stuff. It's like you're emotionally constipated. You know what I mean? Um, she actually talks more about emotions and then we can get back to that. She says, remember the phrase time heals the passage of time leads to the fading of our emotional experiences, whether positive or negative, just say, just stay with the present moment and observe your emotions non-judgmentally rather than giving more meaning to the negative thought than what it's worth or appraising the emotion with more valuable with more value than what it's worth focus on the now to let time pass and the healing begin no one thing can ever be static everything evolves and passes and time cannot be recycled so she did hit it when she said rather than giving more meaning to the negative thought than it's worth or appraising the emotion with more value than it's worth focus on the now so it's not just with negative emotions they're saying being mind- mindful is coming back to center oh, yeah. you're not giving <laughs> yeah you're humbling you're not giving more meaning to a negative thought and you're not appraising any emotions for more and she said for more than what it's that's worth true. they are signals that's what we have to remind ourselves they are not like a reward they're not a punishment they are signals Exactly. Focus on the now. What's going on right now. And that end part, time cannot be recycled. Time is not real. Everything evolves <laughs> and passes, and time cannot be recycled. That. Time is not real. It doesn't matter what happens, you know, in the past or in the future. You know what I mean? And I do feel like time does feed our emotional experiences. Obviously, you know, if something is continuously bothering you, then, you know, it's something you have to deal with. But I feel like overall, most of our emotions get faded over time. I feel like that's true. Like that whole time heals thing. Yeah. Well, 
only if you let the emotion pass because that's not always the case. People are still People, mad about ever I was talking to this dude one time and he was upset about something that happened when he was five. I'm like, bro, you're 33. Um, <laughs> you can't still be on 10 about this. You know what I mean? Like, it depends on the per- right. person. He didn't realize that his emotions were signals. He held on to it like it was a token and he ran with it. And that's the point where people need, like, whether you need therapy, you need to do some shadow work, you need to get to the core of things. Because if you're still harboring about things that happened 10 years ago, yeah, something is not right. Are still strong, Something's going on. are still blaring for you. You, you got to take a pause. It's deeper than that. Practice mindfulness. Talk to somebody. Because it shouldn't, it shouldn't hold that much stock, you know? Right. And if it is, it must be like terrible trauma. Oh, sorry. In this particular situation, oh, you said this, about the guy. It, it really like, wasn't trauma. It, it really it was, was. Some bullshit. But that's that situation. <laughs> but it, then again, nobody can tell somebody else how meaningful or meaningless something uh, that happened to them in their life right. was. Let me ch- let me so check. You got to give them some grace. Right. Check yourself. Give them a little bit of grace now. I was like, <laughs> everyone has different levels. Like, if I feel like, and that's where the embarrassment comes sometimes too, because people stay trying to like compare other people's trauma. It's like, yo, the trauma you had is not about like who it's had not it a worse. Competition. Like, lots of times people do that. Like, oh, you, you, your hood wasn't that uh, bad. I used to live here, and this was, used to be so worse. And blah 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 blah. Like people, it's like it's bad enough we have to live in hoods. Let alone we're comparing which hood is dirtier is or which such, one had more that is such crime. An American mentality, like to like right. I understand, like be proud of your of your competition or whatever. <laughs> but it's not a who suffered the most competition. Do you know what I mean? Who was in the mud the, the hardest? Yeah. Who, was, who was out here in the mud the most? Like, yeah, I worked sixties out I worked sixty hours this week and only slept for two hours. Like, why do you go lay down? Like why is that <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? But that's like a badge like, of honor in our society. The, most, the fact that like you. like it's not that's not what we should be it's measuring. A, it's a badge of honor, I feel like, in our society. It's like, if you work, like, 80 hours a week, and you're, you came from nothing, and then you were this, and you had no parents, and then you did this, and you did this, it's like, and I'm not saying it's like, um, I'm getting on the people that have gone through these things, but what I am saying is, everyone has trauma. You can't really compare what everyone has been through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you kind of have to get to a space where it's like you're more worried about yourself. Well, yeah, stay in your lane. Yeah, like stay in your, your lane. Present. You don't have to like. Yeah, you don't have to go tit for tat with people about like who had it the worst. Because I don't know, I, I just don't see no merit in that. If anything, you would want to be helping each other out and evolving oh, yeah. into like, yeah, and helping each other grow, not like argue about like who had it yeah. the worst. And everyone knows I'm talking about like particular uh, people. I got a couple of names <laughs> that I can do shit like this. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> getting out of all that cuz that's a whole nother <laughs> long conversation. I'll continue on with the uh the article. So, she continues to say there's no 
definitive achievement of mindfulness, especially when the essence of it is to empty your mind. Mindfulness is just the state of being without adding unnecessary judgments of good or bad value. However, since this can be rather challenging, it is important to recognize and be mindful that one cannot exist without the other. With good comes bad. Similarly, without pain, one will not comprehend what is pleasure. To reach gratitude is to appreciate the fundamental understanding. This is the Tao of mindful living. So basically, like, they're just saying, like, mindfulness is just being at a state of balance. And I feel like our gratitude brings us back to that state and helps us be mindful. We use gratitude to be mindful and achieve that balance. Yeah. And we use mindfulness (laughs) to be grateful also. Because you're being, like, it goes around in a whole full circle. But then. Right. Because you're grateful for the good and the bad and the duality that, like, if I had, like, a, a, it's like the string that holds, like, life together, the good and the bad and everything, where we can come to a place of centeredness before we start expanding again, I would say would be gratitude and mindfulness can help you reach that stage. I, like I think I understand. About. It's just the string caught me off guard. The string. <laughs> I'm a visual thinker. Okay, no, I understand. Okay, I understand what you mean. The thread <laughs> that binds. <laughs> and then at the end of the article, the last thing she says is, with this awareness, I choose to be better by seeing the beauty from the pain. I refuse to allow my suffering to be a wasted causality. I am grateful for all things grand and trivial. Most importantly, I am grateful for pain I have experienced. So I may truly appreciate the magnificence of life. Where she was like reminding herself at the end of that. Yeah, at the end she was like, it kind of sounded like a mantra where it's like, I'm grateful for all things grand and trivial i'm grateful for the pain i'm grateful for the pleasure something like that i like that we do have to keep reminding ourselves and sometimes like speak it into existence because all of it is a part of the all of it is a part of the magnificence of life and i feel like when you're mindful you can sit and you can actually appreciate the now in life and i think that's the whole point of gratitude and mindfulness it's taking back and appreciating the now and being mindful for the now instead of worrying about the past worrying about the future putting too much stock on your emotions like you're just like i'm only worried about this is what's now happening. let's deal with it this is what's happening this is my life and that's it um so i guess i want to end this with a quote by whom that I can't find that I can't find oh yeah I can find it it's by John Cavett Zoo he says take a breath of gratitude there's always something to be thankful for even if it's simply that you are breathing and you know you are breathing so be grateful that you're breathing and you know you're not dead that you're breathing not yet
Um, not dead yet. I know we we went, mindfulness can be like a whole other topic. We can go ham for sure. For sure okay. Um, if you guys want us to go more into mindfulness or have any questions that you want us to um go into, definitely let us know. But in the meantime. Uh, coming up, we have some tools and mantras on the in the tail ends of this gratitude series that you guys should definitely check out. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I hope something. Hope you got something out of this. Remember, we are experts of nothing. Just out here in these streets, we learn from you just as we learn from us. Because we already tried. Until next time. Continue to vibe.